Hey everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast where we talk about everything local. I'm Jan, I'm John Yamasato, your host, and joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro. How's it? And Mr. Devin Nakoba. How's it? Our special guest today will be Jake Shimabukuro, who will be joining Woo! us shortly. Um, we'll see how all this editing goes because we actually shot him first. Now we're doing this kind of backwards, but yeah. Yeah, we'll see how it That's works. That's okay. Before we begin, let me remind our listeners of the way that they can stay in touch with the show. There is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. Then, of course, you can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, or Apple Podcasts, listen to the podcast, and you can email us at yahoo.com. Just got an email the other day. Someone was asking about something. Can't really remember. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. If you'd like to help the show and get more music on our channel, please go to patreon.com and donate. There you will get more involved with the show and help determine who and what is filmed. And actually, we're going to be putting a poll out soon for guests for 2022 yeah um yeah. we'd like to thank our three new patrons well peter oh. was we did thank last week but peter is from california so now i know where he is thank you peter, peter from oh yeah thank you peter from california you thank you for being a patron we have a patron from germany whoa wow so i better i'll have a uh, uh sunway teach me some german words that we can say to them yeah uh, um I just want to say his name starts with an M. I don't want to butcher it, so I'm not going to say his name because if I well, read it, I, I'll send pull. send it to me. Send it to me. I'll ask Jörg Alter to oh, okay. uh, pronounce oh, okay, it, okay. and right. then he'll okay. he'll tell me how to pronounce it. So okay. you can send it to me by, we'll say, by the next show him, in the new we'll year. Thank him at the beginning of next year. Okay. Yes. And then Julia is another patron, but I'm not sure where she's from. But thank so you. thank you to our three new patron. We really appreciate Yay. you. Thank you so much, and. For those of you who are a $5 or above subscriber, if you can see the screen. No, stand up. There you go. Nice. The new High Sessions 22 shirts will be coming out and everybody who's a subscriber will automatically be mailed one. So that'll be- I was, I was about to ask, what's the number 22 for? <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Tom Brady's Stoops. number. Stoops. Stoops. Anyway. anyway. Uh, please okay. check out Kupu Kupu Landscaping, Landscape Architects. You can call Kevin over there for a free estimate, 808-722-8685, or you can go to kupukupulandscaping.com. Of course, a big mahalo for the whole year to Fort Ruger Market for being a sponsor. Fort Ruger has been great. Uh, They've been feeding us, so thank you. Yes, keeping us well fed. So thank you, Fort Ruger. You can find Devin, Kumu94.7, uh, and Kyle at highlifeclothing.com. So before we move on to Jake, just want to explain that today will be the last podcast of 2021. Because um, John, because John, because of me, I'm going on vacation <laughs> starting tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah, we wanted to do three more, but uh, John. Yeah, John said no. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> well, I'll be, um, yeah, I won't, I won't, be, I won't be upset about it. You play my Fortnite. He will, he will feel bad. Don't worry. He will feel bad. Well, we did yeah. have a we, we did have a pack full good, yeah, 2021 year. Yeah, definitely, and definitely. A lot of so, stuff going on. Yeah, we um, had a great great year. I have to I, I have to tell one story before we uh before okay, we, yeah, no, please like wrap up this thing. So this happened to me on Sunday. We finished up um uh Joy Luck Club, and I, which neither of you saw by the way. And I was um I, I was, heard it was uh, good. Yeah, thanks. Um. 
it was anyway. So I, I was driving home. I had to stop at the station to take care of something. Um, I'm driving up Alakea and then going up the Pali. Right. And I was, you know, I was hustling. Uh, and uh, there's two lanes, Pali highway, right? Three cars in front of me. Uh, so uh-huh. I pulled to the left and I passed the three cars. As I passed the three cars, a black car pulls in behind me and really gets up going. speed gets up speed with me and i'm like whoa what is that so i get past the three cars i pull back into my lane or i pull back into the right lane and i just sort of chill and then the car pulls behind me again mm. and i'm like okay what is going on so i speed up cuz i'm thinking this guy is chasing me i don't know what's going on so i speed up he speeds up I switch to the left hand lane. He goes to the left hand lane. I switch to the right hand lane. He switches the right hand lane. And then I go back to the left hand lane. He comes back to the left hand lane with me. And I'm like, oh man. Okay. So now I'm starting to get a little worried because it's, you know, it's right. not super late, but it's late at night. You're about to go up the pulley. So I'm wondering if I can, if I can beat this guy up the pulley and over. All of a sudden, his blue light comes on. Oh my God. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I was, I was waiting for. I'm like, <laughs> so. I pull off to the side by Walkanaka Street, right? I pull uh-huh. off to the side. I turn off my engine. I roll down my window. As he's getting out of his car and I see him get out of the car, I go, oh, thank you, God. You're a policeman. <laughs> and he goes, wait, you're going kind of faster? I said, dude, I thought you were chasing me. <laughs> yeah. He goes, what? He goes, yeah, but you were speeding. I go, because you were chasing me. Because I, uh, and I think the, the reason why he felt like I wasn't lying was because I didn't just stay in the left-hand lane. I actually did pull over to the right because I figured, okay, well, this guy's in a hurry. So I'm going to just let him go. Yeah. Because I, I couldn't understand why he was tucking in behind me, like really close behind me. Yeah. So I, yeah. So why I said, that's why I was late. Because that's how they, that's how they want to bust you. They want to bust then you. you he already busted you knowing that you're speeding. He turned you like to pull you over. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was the oddest thing. I mean, we, we both laughed about it. He, he, I, I said, I, I really honest to God thought that you were following me because <laughs> you were chasing me down on the poly. Cause I said, I've had that happen. I've had, I think we've all had that happen. You pass somebody on in traffic, they get butt hurt and then they chase you around yeah, uh-huh. or they get behind you and, and you go, what are you doing? Like, why are you so mad? Because I passed you just because you're a slow ass. It's not my fault. Like, don't get mad. But that's what I thought was happening. So he let me off with a warning, but it was the weirdest. I haven't had an experience like that ever where I really honestly thought somebody was chasing me down and it was actually a cop trying to trace me so that he could give me a speeding ticket. He's like, Oh, I thought you for sure was going to slow down over the speed bumps, but you just freaking took them. And I went, yeah, because I thought you were chasing me. I thought yeah, you, were, yeah. you were trying to, you know, you were trying to do something to me. Well, so I didn't want to your reasoning. It makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it did. It, uh, to me, it made sense. I don't know. Did he recognize just, you? No, thank no. God. No, no, no. He didn't recognize me. But anyway, I just thought that was a very weird thing to happen. But then when I told it at my other job, uh, one of my coworkers goes, oh, yeah, yeah, that happened to me. And I went. And like he chased, he followed him for a long time. And I go, and, and what happened? I go, did he give you the ticket? He goes, yep. <laughs> I went, what? Wow. I was like, I don't understand. So, you know, I think, yeah. And then somebody else said, oh, that's my new excuse for when I'm speeding and I get caught by the cops. I'm like, no, nah, I don't think it works like that. <laughs> don't, I would not encourage anybody to use that as a reason because it was, yeah, but it was, it was kind of scary. So anyway. 
whatever. Good story. I, I, yeah. I, I was riveted. Yeah, you were. You knew what was happening about <laughs> five minutes into it. I started about five seconds and you're like, oh, I know what happened. And then you just no, waited. I, I was waiting for the police officer, but I didn't, I didn't know that you were going to talk your way through it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, so, so what I wanted to say was just, uh, just wanted to give a hearty thank you to everybody for the full year. Thank you, Devin. Thank you, Kyle. I, I didn't think we were going to pull off this many podcasts during the year. I thought we'd run out of steam, but uh, man, we've been pretty consistent. And it's we're going to hit fun. 100 podcasts here. Yeah. So it's been good. So thank you to everybody. Uh, we will pick up in January. And um, other than that, if you have any questions, you can still email us or, or over, the, over the break. We will still be around. <laughs> you can still email him. He's not going to answer. I will answer. You can email him. No, but, you uh, won't. I, I, I believe he will. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to take my computer think- with me. I'll, I'll be... I'll be You'll be playing Fortnite on it. You're not gonna be. You're not gonna be working on your computer. You're gonna be playing Fortnite on your computer. No, I'm not taking my Fortnite. What? What? You're there to enjoy nature and just relax. Yeah. Did your wife? Did Stace tell you that you can't bring the computer? Did she tell you you can't bring Fortnite? Yeah, I figure I'm gonna try. It's ten days. I mean, if I can't go ten days, that's something's wrong. Oh yeah, that's a good test to see if you're nuts or not, or you need help. You know. We're gonna get a call, Kyle. Can you go over to my house? <laughs> FedEx, there's, FedEx, there's a spare machine. key. <laughs> <laughs> like three days into the vacation, he's like, "I believe oh my God. in you, John. I think you can do it. Thank Stay you. strong, buddy. Stay strong." So uh, we will this. have Jake Shimabukuro, Jake Shimabukuro <laughs> coming up in just a minute. Yeah. Uh, again, thanks everybody. Thank you too, and uh, everyone have a happy. Oh, and, oh, wait, 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 and don't forget to uh, don't forget to rate us, uh, iTunes and stuff. Yes. Yeah, five five star rating five if you stars. can. If you don't want to, it's fine. Then don't rate us at all. Five stars. You know, what, you know what scares me is that when after you say that, I check, and nobody's rated us in like months. So I think maybe we suck, and they just don't want to rate us at all. <laughs> that's that's totally fine. There's I no, no review, problem nothing with that. In, in in the past, like maybe year, you know. So. I'm okay with that. Well, no, but people are watching because I've I've gotten a. I was at a, I was at a dinner. Uh, I was emceeing something, and I was sitting down at the table, and the guy goes, "Oh, hey, you're on the High Sessions podcast, huh?" I went, <laughs> "Oh, yeah," and he goes, "Yeah, I listen to you guys." He goes, he, "He's like, I listen to some of them," <laughs> and I went, "Oh." Okay. <laughs> he goes, yeah, the one with those two sound guys. Yeah, listen to that one. That one was really good. Oh, all right. Yeah. And, and yeah, he really, yeah. So you can tell Darren then uh, he really enjoyed that one, but he's like, yeah, but I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a gearhead. So for him, it was like, well, well, it was, it was awesome. Even Darren does not listen to every once in a while. He'll <laughs> say, oh, I was listening to the podcast the other day because I saw blah, blah, blah. blah. I mean, yeah. Our podcast is very guest centric, you know. Yeah. So, mm, yeah. um, I think people do tune in based on the on the guests, which is fine. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be, you know, John. It can be me, you and Kyle. We get them. <laughs> no. We can hold their attention. I, no. I don't know about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people, people already signed off for this one. They're going. Where the hell is Jake? Oh, yeah, like, geez, Jake where's Jake, already, man? Jake. These three guys are just boring. <laughs> bring Jake on. <laughs> All right. So coming up with Jake Chimbo right. right after this. Thanks, guys. So. Hey John, yes. Can we just launch right into the um, podcast then, since he doesn't have time, and then we can do the the pre before? Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Let's do that then. Okay. That way we get the most of Jake. 
All right. Well, let me introduce our special guest here today. This is Mr. Jake Shimabukuro. Jake, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, uh, thanks, John. Hello, Jake. Thanks for having me on. What's up, Kyle? Well, hello. Hey, Devin. Hey, how's he, it? He is no I'm, stranger I'm, I'm also to the no, I'm also known as Kyle's uh, little brother. <laughs> Talented little brother. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes, Shimabukuro. I, I didn't get it at first, but yes. Same oh, my name. goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Hey, I've got I've got stuff I'm reading here. That's why. So, Jake Shimabukuro is an ukulele instrumentalist, famous around the world. He just released his Jake and Friends CD, which features acts. This is amazing, such as Jack Johnson, Ziggy Marley, Billy Strings, Amy Grant, Vince Gill, Bette Midler, Willie Nelson, Kenny Loggins, Jimmy Buffett, and others. All on one CD. That's All insane. CD. Amazing. That's oh, insane. Thank you. So we'll talk about that. By the time you guys hear this uh, podcast, Jake will be on stage out in Boulder, Colorado, playing a show. But he will be coming back to Honolulu doing shows on Kauai, the Big Island, and Maui all before Christmas. So um, if you do, you can go to jakeshimabukuro.com, check out his website, and try to book a ticket while he's in town. Jake, thank you so much. And and you're in the dressing room, right, of your whatever yeah yeah we're playing at the boulder theater tonight so this is the downstairs dressing room how many um, seats in that theater uh i'm not sure yeah a few (laughs) few hundred yeah do they have wi-fi because your signal is really good man you're super clear yeah they they do have they do have good wi-fi okay so cool all right (laughs) nice man nice well, I mean, I want, don't, but don't jinx it because, you know, don't jinx it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just screwed it all up. Now it's just going to freeze and be like, oh, shit. I would imagine all these theaters now had to upgrade their stuff because they're doing like, you know, even um, Hawaii theater, right? They're doing live stream concerts from their theater and things like that over the pandemic and whatnot. So I, I'm sure all these theaters have been up on upping their Wi-Fi game, I guess you could say. But yeah, uh, a lot of them. Uh-huh. But Jake, how was your John, year? I, Did you have a good year? Yeah, you know, just um, really grateful to be doing shows again and playing in front of a live audience. And you know, we got to experience that when we did the Pure Heart reunion stuff. And it, did the man, it just it feels so good. It really does feel great. And um, you know, um, yeah, it's just uh, I, I didn't think it would happen this soon. But you know, mm. I'm, I'm grateful that that we are able to do it and, you know, do it as safely as possible. So it's been a nice partnership, you know, with all of the different venues and theaters and things that we've been playing and uh, just kind of working together to make the the best and safest experience, you know, for everyone. Was there um, rust that you had to shake off getting back on stage again, or did you just (laughs) jump back right into it? (laughs) Yeah. Especially remember our, our, even our pure heart show, because I I couldn't make the rehearsal when you and Lopaka, when John and Lopaka rehearsed. So yeah, it was that that night. And then John had that idea of like just calling out songs like from a ping pong. Like he would write all these songs on on, a, on ping pong balls and would just randomly pull them. And some of those songs we've never even played, you know, since we recorded them. So that that was that was fun though. I, I have to say it was very that was a great concert because it was so um I don't know, just fly by the city of your pants concert. You never know what you guys were <laughs> yeah. gonna play. We never knew what you guys were gonna play, but it was a fun concert to watch. Devin, you oh. missed out, man. <laughs> yeah, but, thanks for that. Appreciate it. But you know what, John? <laughs> and I, I think I think I told I told uh, everyone, man, John, you were on fire that night. I yeah. mean, 
your your even your your jokes, your comments in between songs, dude, you were on fire. That was awesome. I don't even remember what I what I said at this point, but uh, I thanks. I think the best one. <laughs> oh, Kyle, were you there? Oh, I remember. One, yeah, yeah. Oh, on the first show, I was teasing my wife. Yeah, on stage or something like that, and Jake found that funny. <laughs> oh, and that's that always been, that's always a good idea yeah. to tease your wife, John. That might have been yeah. the second show. That was it was the second. second show. The, yeah, it was the show when she wasn't there. Yeah, because <laughs> I knew she wasn't there. <laughs> oh my okay. goodness! But but uh, yeah, congratulations on all these performances and getting back out there. I, I know that of all people, you were the one that was most concerned about the safety and whatnot. So the fact that you're out there playing makes me feel like you can do it. It's okay. You know? Yeah, it's okay. If Jake says it's okay, then it's okay. <laughs> no, <it's not> nice. <laughs> no, no, it, it's yeah, it's it it does it feels it feels great. And you know, like I said, it's it's you know, we're we're just thankful and you know everyone not you know everyone's been been okay and you know, so not knock on wood, you know, but yeah, but we haven't well, been having you... any meet and greets. No, you know, there there haven't oh, been any okay. meet and greets at the end of the shows or anything like that. Yeah. So it's really, you know, we just, we, we get to play, we get to play the show and, you know, connect with the audience from stage. And, um, well, did you have, you know, did like, you have specific stipulations that you put in? I mean, besides obviously like, you know, everybody needs to be vaxxed, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or? So, uh, so, you know, there's the, you know, they, they check for vaccination, proof of vaccination mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. all of that um, okay. at the door. And some places also will do um, a negative COVID test. If a vaccination oh, wow. card is not, yeah is not available they'll they'll have the negative covid test some of the um venues actually had the covid testing sites um uh in the venue so oh wow oh uh-huh yeah so it was um you know but you know everyone's just you know doing doing the best that they can and and uh but it really does feel it feels um you know it's it's music is it's it's just so important i mean it live music right the power of live music and how it just brings the community together and a lot of the venues that we played at uh we were their first show back oh, so wow. you know even the crew they're just like oh my gosh you know it feels so good to to be you know to to be doing be working what we love again <laughs> yeah so like even you know even like the the, the audio guys and the, the the lighting you know the the lighting techs and directors you know it's just they're just so grateful to be you know doing what what they love again and mm. and even like the you know the ushers and stuff um you know so many of them the reason they volunteer and usher these shows is because they just love music so much right so mm. that's why they they do that and Definitely. uh and they're they're just so grateful to be to be back i mean you see some of them they're just in tears and it's really touching wow you know um your new album that came out is just incredible with all these guest artists appearing and all that stuff too. This tour, is it promoting that album? And if, you, if it is, do you have guest artists from that album jumping on stage too, last minute? or Yeah, so um, so it was, it was nice uh, when we, because uh, earlier we, we were in California and, you know, Jesse Colin Young came out and jumped up on stage with us. Um, we did it. I did a thing with Billy Strings. Um, that was amazing. I saw the photos of that. There's like how many thousands of people? Oh, yeah. It was yeah. So crazy. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's um, and we all had our penguin jerseys. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my my penguin jersey was so huge. I mean, it was. <laughs> It was so huge. I looked ridiculous in that, but it, it was so much fun, man. I mean, you know, he's such an incredible improviser, you know, musician, just, just, just incredible. So, um, yeah, so having him, you know, being able to just, just trade solos back and forth. I mean, we had one song, uh, of course, we played the song that we recorded on the record, but we had this other song, one of his songs that we played. And it turned out to be like uh, I don't know, man. I wanted it was like over fifteen minutes long. It was and just oh, yeah. just the just the jam session was like over fifteen minutes long. So, yeah, he has a he has incredible an incredible band, and you know, and I just love how he you know he's very like off the cuff, just very like oh yeah, you know, yeah, we're, we're just gonna jam it out and see what happens and spontaneous and uh, no. so it was it was such a joy to play with him. now when it, when it comes to the album how does that manifest itself like was it something where you thought oh i want to do this so you you start calling people or is it something that it's like you guys brainstormed and then your management reaches out to these people because I, I know you know a lot of these people like bet midler and uh jimmy buffett and michael mcdonald and all that stuff but yeah, I, I don't know if you, you're like on first name basis with Billy Strings and stuff before this or how does that even start? I mean, I guess I'm trying to think about if I did it locally. Yeah, you just start calling people. But was this something that, that you started doing? Was it was it a, a brainstorm session that, that made it made it happen? Yeah, it started a little over four years ago. I was having a oh. discussion with my manager, Van. Uh, you, you know Van. You, you yeah, yeah, Van. Yeah, uh -huh. sure. So yeah, we were we sat down and he was like, he's like, you know, I, I think I think you should do a um, a duets record or like a collaborations record. And you know, and he started kind of throwing out some names, and I was like, wow, that would be awesome. But you know, in the back of my head, I was like, this is this is never going to happen, right? I'm thinking <laughs> in my brain, like, how's that? How are we going to do this? Pull that off? But um, but. We were very fortunate because uh, Ray Benson, he's the leader of a band called Asleep at the Wheel. Um, he's been around, you know, forever, very respected musician in the industry. And um, he uh, he agreed to help me co-produce a record. So, ah. so when we first talked, um, he said, oh, man, I want to get you together. I want to get you and Willie Nelson together. And I was like, I was like, OK, so that's the first phone call he made. And then mm. like two months later, we were in the studio recording that first track for the, for the record oh. and it was Stardust. Um, so after that, it just gave the project a lot of momentum, you know, and I think it, it just became a lot easier to, to um, and, and also to, like you said, you know, having a relationship with some of the, with some of the artists already, you know, we may have played together, recorded together in the past, you know, they were very helpful in introducing me to, to other ah. people to kind of yeah to kind of um make that connection so four years in the making was it four years of recording or did it all happen during a uh just a month or two months the recording part no it was just you know we would do uh we would just set up recording sessions you know because i was touring right so it made it easy you know so like if we were in austin we would set up a session with you know uh we did the session with ray benson in austin uh, when we went to North Carolina, we set up a session with Warren Haynes. You know, when we were in LA, we wow. set up a session with Beth Midler. So it was just, wow. you know, depending, we, we just kind of did it as, as we were touring. And this is all pre-pandemic. Yeah, pre-pandemic, yeah. 
there were two tracks that we recorded during the pandemic and that was uh that was the jimmy buffett track and um and kenny loggins and, right? i saw you guys in the studio Didn't no you know no that yeah kenny be- kenny and i yeah kenny loggins we we did in in studio in in person but um but Let's see. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett was recorded remotely. Oh, Ziggy Marley was recorded remotely, and and John Anderson. Yeah, sorry, those three. Yeah, were recorded remotely. Because what does remotely mean? Like you just send your track over to them, and they yeah they... yeah we recorded different studios. Yeah. Okay. So, so I would record you know my part first, and then send it over to them, and they would record their part. What a trip, yeah. But I mean, all but yeah, but all 13 other tracks were all recorded live and they're all live yeah. takes. You know, the only one that we did overdubs um after the fact was the Kenny Loggins tune because Kenny and I recorded our our part live together where he played guitar and sang and I recorded my uke. And then after that, we um because we didn't have the musicians with us, we brought them in, you know, uh af- after we recorded our part. So we bring in the the bass player and then he would play his part and Kenny would be singing the bass line. I was going to say, there, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of tra- like overlays on that one. Yeah. So, yeah. But all the other ones, um, even with the extra, cause I, because I was on tour, I had um, our bass player at the time, Nolan Werner and huh. our guitar player, you know, Dave Preston. So they were able to just, you know, they were with me. So we could, yeah, just play. So like that Warren Haynes track with all that, you know, that's all like, um, you know, they were all there playing it together. So it's cool. I just don't know how you, I just don't know how you don't fanboy out, man. Yeah. Oh, like, totally. What is it like totally walking was. into the studio and seeing like <laughs> Kenny Loggins sitting there? Yeah, like, like, what's up, Jay? Oh, man. Dude. I was, I had the biggest smile on my face, you know, super nervous, but they were so nice. And, you know, and, and, and with Kenny Loggins, you know, we actually, I actually got to work with him several times in the past, you know, so, um, so it was a little bit more comfortable. We even got to do a writing session together, you know, which oh, was right. really cool. And, um, but uh, yeah, he's, he's just such a nice, he's just such a nice guy. He's, he's, um, he's just a genius. I mean, just the way he hears everything in his head, you know, he, he hears something and like, even I would play something on the uke and he'd be like, oh, Hey, that's great. But what if you, you know, what if you jump to that sus chord right before you went to that, you know, that thing? And, mm. and I'd be like, yeah, like this. And then, you know, be like, yeah, yeah. You know, so he just, he just, he hears, he hears it all and he knows exactly, you know, what, what he wants and, you know, and what sounds good. And, you know, so he made so many great suggestions that I was, I, I never would have thought of, I, I never would have thought of doing it on my own. It's like that. Yeah, it's you awesome. know, so you know what's crazy about Kenny Loggins? Uh, the guy's got to be how old is Kenny Loggins? Can someone Google he's that? His, he's in his seventies, I, I think. But yeah, he looks great, he's man. <laughs> he's in his seventies. We did a a uh, couple years ago. We did a wait. I'm pulling this up as we're speaking. We did a show. Okay, wait. Hold on. He is seventy three years old. Wow. I told you. So he was probably seventy or around seventy, and uh, we did a convention show at. Um, Ihilani, which is now the Four Seasons, but we were the the dinner band, and then after dinner they had a show for the it was for um uh, one of these big tech companies. It's Kenny Loggins, right? So Kenny Loggins is going to go after us. So you know we're there, he's there, and he the his band is setting up and stuff, and he's you know telling the guy, oh, I want you to play like this, or can you do that, and just like how Jake is saying, right? And you would think at seventy years old he'd kind of be like, yeah, it's good. You know, like, just like, what, whatever, but oh, he's still like yeah. very particular and wants it a certain way, you know, like, and, and uh, is a perfect, like he's still to this day, 
Yeah, he's uh, such a perfectionist. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? You know, he's serious about his his craft, right? So, yeah, that that's something. It yeah. just amazes me that 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 you created that that list of guests on that CD is just amazing. <laughs> when I saw, it, I was like, "Holy oh, man!" I was so I was so proud of you, Jake. Actually, it's you know to know that you collaborated with like some of my some of my all time heroes, you know. In music. Oh, thanks, Kyle. Thank you. Yeah, so Jake, it, it was, man. It was such okay. an honor to play with them. Yeah. So tonight, Sorry, what was that, John? So tonight you have a thunderstorm artist joining you, right? Mm, yeah. Wow. So we've been doing this holiday tour right now. So it's a four-piece band. It's a thunderstorm artist, you know, on uh, guitar and vocals. So he's been singing some of the songs from the. Uh, from the Friends ah. record. Yeah, and he sounds amazing, man. So he's been doing, singing like uh, like uh, A Place in the Sun that I recorded with Jack Johnson and Paula Funga. He's been doing uh, All You Need Is Love that I did with Siggy Marley, The Rose, the Bette Midler one. Um, wow. That's what he's doing. Um, yeah, and then some Christmas songs too, like Oh Holy Night and things like that. So we've been, yeah, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun. And then we have Taku Hirano, he's on percussion. And I've always wanted to play with him. You know, I, I met him through Bette Midler because he was in Bette Midler's band for a long time. And then and then I re recently reconnected with him right before the pandemic because he was touring with Fleetwood Mac. And I mean, and this guy, I mean, he's he's one of the most sought after percussionists. He's played with, um, I mean, he would he toured with Whitney Houston, toured with Lionel Richie, John Mayer. I mean, he's he is amazing. And uh, so we have him out with us. And then Jackson Waldhoff, he's... Uh, He's from Hawaii. He's from Kamaki High School too, like me. And wow. uh, just a great, great, solid bassist, musician, so creative. You know, he's, I, I love playing with him because he's very melodic. You know, he's such a melodic bass player and just comes up with awesome ideas, you know? And so it, I really like playing with him because he acts almost like a, like, like another voice, you know, in, in, within, mm. within the instrumentation, you know, the, he has like these nice counterparts and nice lines. And so, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And he's just the nicest guy too. So, so we've been having a blast, man. And it's been just so great to, to make music again. You know, We were hoping that you were me on your tour bus so we could take a tour of the tour bus. Oh yeah. So I was on there earlier, but <laughs> yeah. the, the Wi-Fi was, was so, was cutting in and out. So I was like, ah, that's why I ran down to the, dressing room but. is there like a big picture of you on the side of the bus or how does the bus look like on the outside oh it's i mean it just looks like a like a you know like a regular bus it's a prevo bus and um yeah and inside it's kind of nice you have a front lounge you know as soon as you walk up there's a there's like a front lounge and um huh. and then you have like a small little kitchen area with a microwave and a sink and and um you know, refrigerator, freezer, and then there's a, there, there's a restroom. And then when you get past that area, the middle sections are the, the bunk, the bunk beds, right? So you have the bunks where everyone sleeps. And then there's also a back lounge where sometimes, you know, if people need to make phone calls or just, they just need, I, I usually go back there and sometimes I'll practice or, you know, um, and uh, yeah, so. And every tour, it's been the same bus, or is it every tour you get a new bus to, to kind of? Yeah, so every tour, every tour, you know, usually a different different um, bus. This one was interesting because this was usually we have one bus that does the entire tour for us, but yeah, we had to work with three different buses on on this tour because we've been out since November third. So, oh, wow. um, so we actually went through three different 
bus companies on this one. So the so this this last Colorado run because we were doing a lot of like we did Breckenridge and um, uh, what was the um, uh, what was the first place? You know, a lot of these ski resorts. Yeah, we rented a bus company in Colorado because you know they're used to doing the, the hills and the snow and driving oh, on on ice. That's important. That. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys yeah, fight absolutely. on what bunk you guys want, or do you walk in and you go, "That's my bunk, man." Oh, <laughs> not <at all. laughs> yeah, doesn't really matter. We, yeah, I for me, I like the 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 lower. The, I, I I always take the lower bunk because really I'm short. You know, I'm shorter, so it's easier for me to get in and out. You know, the other guys are all tall, like you know, Jackson, Thunderstorm, you know, Brett. They're all tall, so they they can easily get on the, the upper bunk. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, Devin, Kyle you're was... you're so quiet, Devin. Kyle's talking so much, I have to just shut up. The two of them so are going questions. at it. Some I know the two of them just at a certain point, Kyle starts getting on a roll, and then I just shut up because there's no point. Because okay, well, him and, between him and man. John. Between him and John, it's like, okay. Because Kyle's always wanted to be like a rock and roll star and be on tour and do all that kind of stuff. So this is his chance to ask all the crazy ass questions that he's always wanted to ask anybody who's ever been on tour. So (laughs) whatever you're telling him, Jake, that will be the story that he will be telling people. You know what Jake said? (laughs) Oh, you know what I was going to tell you? Um, About halfway through this um, tour, when we did the Arizona, we, we did uh, three or four shows in Arizona and Thunderstorm couldn't make those shows. So guess who jumped on with us? But oh, Justin. Justin. Justin Young. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. It was How did awesome he learn the you. song? How did he learn the music so fast? Oh, he's it's Justin, Justin man. He can play any, <laughs> oh, dude, true. he so can sing. Can he can sing any song in any key. I mean, it's his yeah. range is ridiculous, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Plus, is the, plus he was the... Um, Sorry, he did the uh, stuff for uh, Colby, so like music directing. So he really knows how to put stuff together, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, he's he's fantastic, man. So so talented. Wait, so he jumped on the bus with you guys? And yeah, like, mm-hmm. zipped around. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So yeah, he flew into Arizona, jumped on the bus with us, and then yeah, we just we finished the Arizona shows, and then after that, I think he then he left us and jumped on. Uh, and then, you know, Thunderstorm came back. So then, um, and then he, I think, and then right after that, I think he went on tour with Anuhea. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, it, yeah, it, so it, it worked out perfect because for those those Arizona shows, he was off. So oh, it was like, wow. it just worked out perfect because he was actually touring up until just a couple of days before our Arizona shows started. And then he had, uh, then he had to, you know, then he had a break and then he was going to jump on with Anuhea guys. So he had that, that break and, you know, so it worked out perfectly. So what's yeah. it, what's it like going to these gigs where uh, it's sort of some people are masked and some people are not masked and some people are really not masked. Cause I know oh, uh, no, in, in the, in Joe the Coy, theater, every, everybody has to wear masks. Cause yeah, uh, the Joe Coy, when he came in concert, he was like, all you Hawaii people, all of you. he went on like this 10 minute tirade about masks, but um, he said he just came back from here. He came in from Texas and Texas. He's like, they don't give a fuck. They just whatever. And I was like, I can't imagine some like you uh, being at that venue going, huh? Okay. Well, um, maybe we need to set the pushback of where the crowd is another 20 feet or something. 
Because I don't know how oh. comfortable I feel with all these people reaching. <laughs> yeah, you know, most of the, most of the, I mean, I want to say like, yeah, pretty much, um, I don't know, 99% of the shows that, that we've been doing, you know, we're, we're so far back from the audience. There has, has been a, a couple of shows um, where we were a little closer. And mm. then, so, you know, so those shows, we wore our masks as well. Mm. Oh, wow. You know? Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. We played. So, um, yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's fine for, I, I, I don't, I don't sing. So, you know, but obviously <laughs> for, you know, for, um, yeah, for, I would imagine for singers, it must be really tough, you know, to sing with, mm. with a mask on. Yeah. And, you know, and, and the, and we have our protocol, right. I mean, we have our, our protocol sheet and then the venue also has their own protocol sheet and we just go with whatever, whichever one is more conservative. That's what we go with, you know, just, just, uh, you know, just to be respectful and, and all that. So, yeah. So like there were a couple of venues where the venue asked, even though we were more than, you know, 20 feet away from the audience, you know, they just asked us if we would, you know, be okay wearing our masks and, and we did, you know, it's totally fine. So, yeah. So we just try to abide by whatever, but the main thing is, you know, we have a, we have a, a guideline, you know, that, that, that we, that we keep and we just try to be consistent. You know, I, I think that's the, that's the best thing you can do is just be consistent, you know? Um, and, uh, and yeah, so, but, you know, so far everything's been positive and it's been good. I think, you know, at the end of the show, just to see everyone like, you know, just like cheering and, and all that, you know, you can tell it's just much needed, you know, I mean, even for us on stage, I mean, after the show, we're just we're backstage, we're like, dude, oh, I felt so good, you know, <laughs> giving each other high fives and, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's just nice, man. And you can, and it's really awesome too, because you can tell the, the crew, you know, the, the whole crew at the venue, you know, the production crew and the, and everyone from like the executive director to the people in the box office and all that, you know, everyone's just so pumped up and you know, it's the best feeling. So do you, uh, do you find yourself talking more now in the concert? Do you like play more? Do you, you know um, what I mean? Do you play and announce the song? I, I, I apologize. I, I haven't uh, gotten a chance to see you other than, you know, like when you do the short, quick things. So I've never yeah, actually no, no, no. had a chance to see an entire concert. So, uh, I mean, do you jump up there and go, hey, everybody? Because I know, I know you're much more uh, talkative um, when we're with you like this. And then when you're in a concert, you know, you sort of like, look at john and go john <laughs> and yeah. john has to kind of take over and talk but you know you know i can comment on that real quick yeah i did get to see jake at a blue note concert uh a while back you know pre-pandemic but not super far back but i got it i told jake this and, and i'll say this jake has done a real good job like putting together a really good show you know mm. it is not i mean He's always been a good ukulele player. I mean, from the get-go, right? But I hadn't seen him perform by himself other than like what you say, like, you know, I see him on TV, he's doing one or two songs mm -hmm. or whatever. But mm -hmm. this was a chance for me to just sit there, watch 90 minutes of Jake Shimabukuro. And I said, okay, well, let's see how how this will be interesting. And the, well, there's a couple of things. You know, you, Jake now has a track record of songs, right? That you expect to hear and you want to hear. So when you hear those, you're like, oh, Right. So that's one thing. But then he mixes it up. This was with the, you had the, 
uh, Nolan back then, and then an electric guitar player you're doing stuff with. But oh, Dave, yeah, yeah. You know, it's he puts on. It is a show, and it is interesting. I was I was uh, entertained from the beginning all the way to the end. When you know, like, um, there's been others. I won't I won't name names, but there's been other instrument instrumentalists who come through Blue Note who are very good. But it's, you know, it's just song, song, song. So after a while, you're like, oh, okay. I mean, it's still okay. But interaction. But yeah, but uh, mm-hmm. Jake's show is really good. Like I, 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 as someone who's played a Jake and then now had been able to sit and watch him from a fan perspective, like I would go and see a Jake show. Like, I would, I'd go, oh yeah, I'd, oh. I'd see that, watch that again, you know? Thank so you, John. Thumbs wow. up. But yeah, it, it is a show. It's, it's not, it's not just him going from song to song. There, there's a, climax there's there's fast songs there's slow songs he talks in the middle uh it helps that you know he has either a jackson there or a thunderstorm like it mixes it up a little bit in the middle but it is really a jake shimabukuro shimabukuro show is this more of a notion or for you with more vocals involved with your concert or is you always had people coming um, on singing and yeah stuff? as as far as like my my own solo show i have this is like the first time that I'm incorporating this many vocals because there's one, two, there's five vocal tunes in mm. this one. Mm. And then we try to, so the way we, the way I arrange the vocal tunes is like, so Thunderstorm, like when we do the rows, he'll sing the first verse and then I'll play, I'll play the, um, the so, so he'll, he'll sing a verse and chorus and then I'll do like a verse and chorus, you know, instrumental, and then do half of a verse and chorus, you know, the third time around, then he'll sing the second half of it, you know, so it's kind of got, so it's kind of like 50% vocal, 50% instrumental. And so that, that's, that's been really interesting, you know, to kind of work in and, um, and, you know, and his voice is so, yeah, I mean, he's, he's just such an amazing artist. So it's so much fun, you know, playing with him and hearing him do his thing. Um, uh, but yeah, but I, I, I will say, and this is also my first kind of holiday like show mm. that I've put mm. together, right? Mm. So, you know, we've worked in things like Carol of the Bells and We Three Kings, uh, Oh Christmas wow. Tree, Oh Holy Night, I'll Be Home for Christmas, you know? So yeah, so a lot of just just a good variety of things and then and then stuff from the friends the new friends record and then just things that you know I've, I've played in the past like the bohemian rhapsody and the beatles things and all that so just trying to mix it up that's uh, cool i got a question but, uh-huh. when you go on these tours so you have the jake and friends album right but do you take cds with you at this point or is everything just <laughs> Hey, go download this on Spotify. Go download like, that. <laughs> how does it work? Like, how do you promote the product at this point? Because you know, CD players are almost non-existent. Yeah, nowadays, yeah. Right? So, yeah. What do you, what so, do you do with that? So we still do. We we have um we have uh, CDs and and vinyl that we sell too. Yeah, um yeah. I mean, we we are completely sold out of vinyl. I mean, the vinyl mm. has just been so popular. And it's really difficult to get them printed. Yeah, they're so back, wow. back ordered. Oh. So yeah. So I mean, our our vinyl, like, just it's yeah, it's been so hard to to keep it in stock. Um, 
And then CDs have been selling. And what we also do too is we record every show. Yeah. I mean, almost mm-hmm. every show. There's some union houses where we can't, you know, do the recording. So, but uh, for the most part, we record every show. And then people, they we have this little, uh, this little thing that we that we sell with with the download code on it so they can actually download the, the audio from from the show oh, oh from the concert that so, they attended yeah oh, and that's so that's cool. kind of wow. nice because you know every night's a little different yeah and uh you know having having thunderstorm sing these songs with us too you know that's not on any album right so it's kind of so nice interesting because before that used to be a big deal like you'd have a whole bootleg culture that people yeah, would, yeah. you know would like with the Grateful and, Dead, yeah, they, you know, like sit, all that stuff. Sit yeah. there with their phone or a recorder and record everybody. And now it's just sort of, here, have a concert. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. I but, you know, Pearl Jam did the cool same if, thing yeah, back in the day. They, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they had, had a specific area. sold out CDs, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But they also had a specific area, right, for people to record and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They would right? have a like yeah. a area where you could put your recorder down. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty and cool about that. And it's really cool because like um, you know uh, sometimes you know there there have been a couple of times where I, I would arrange a Grateful Dead song, and mm. you know there are people that can tell you oh man you know this version of this song um, on you know at this concert on this date you know blah 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 and this is That's the crazy. one you know because there's just thousands of versions of that song mm. out there that are archived right so it's like oh you got to listen to this version you know when they played in austin and did this or you know or north carolina you know this uh this very specific show for this specific song you know so so yeah people archive all that stuff so when you're working on an arrangement you know there may be like you want to hear that one and then you want to hear like a couple other versions because they're all different right mm. and then you might uh. pick up a little thing that they did on this in this live show that's like oh man that was i i love you know I, I love how they got into that groove there and then you might incorporate some of that into the arrangement so so you should do can, a, um, you should, wait wait make make sure you also i don't know uh, like a high life jake shimabukuro tour t-shirt <laughs> yeah i know I i'm know. just I've been, saying i've been asking my cousin about that for well, you know well, we, <laughs> we, have the, we have the jake shimabukuro kikaida the kikaida that we, that we can't sell <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, Jake. How how consistent are you when you play um those songs? Because are are you like in one place you played something like dragging a different way? So if we did hear different places at different concerts, on would it be different? Or are you more like the Eagles, where every single song sounds the same wherever they are they are at playing? You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like a song, like so. There, there's a song that that I I wrote called Dragon, where the I would say that like the verses and choruses are pretty very consistent, you know. Mm-hmm. The uh, but yeah, that whole middle section it's just an open jam right o- over the looper. So yeah. you know, so every night it's different. You know, I try to approach it in different ways. Um, you know, there are some nights where I feel like ah, I'm kind of regurgitating the same the same riffs, you know. So then after that, then the next night I'll like just try to do something completely different you know and because I, I get frustrated when I when I feel like I'm just kind of doing this you know doing the same thing and not having fresh ideas you know so so every once in a while I have those moments where I'll just like do something drastically different you know 
Like maybe I'll be like, all right, I'm going to start this solo. Everything's going to start over the 12th fret, you know, and just like approach it that way. Or maybe, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to approach the solo, the, the, the whole first eight bars or the whole first 16 bars. I'm only going to play on the third string, you know, like something like that, just mm, to wow. get myself out of the, out of that, that rut or that mindset of kind of going toward the same, riffs and licks you know or you know or even like certain notes right oh i'm i'm, I'm gonna exclude the the e note you wow. know during the solo so oh. i'm gonna stay off of the like e. john john's like yourself. wait a second wait a second yeah. did you do this with <laughs> pure hard stuff oh no, yeah i wasn't, yeah. I wasn't yeah. thinking I, I definitely wasn't thinking like that back when yeah we were doing the pure but um but yeah but you know but it's but you know after you start because i think when we were back when we were pure heart, you know, we were, we were, um, there was constant, you know, we were always feeding each other new material or new I guess ideas. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, but there were days you know, where you'd walk in and be like playing something crazy different. Yeah. Like, oh, what is going, you know? But it happens <laughs> more recently now, right? When you guys get together, there's more of an improvised kind of vibe when you guys both get together. Yeah. Everything's yeah. improvised now. Yeah, yeah, now it's like, well, what's happening? Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> you know, uh, one of the other things I wanted to ask you, uh, the both of you, is um, about the recording process. Because uh, I've been watching Get Back, you know, the, the Beatles. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I just started watching that, too. Yeah. And watching their process is fascinating. Um, but I was curious, like, I mean, granted, they're a band that was established. I mean, you know, they, they came up uh, through Germany and all this stuff. And, you know, they, they hone their, it, it's interesting because not that I'm comparing them to you, but they, they hone their skill um, playing in Hamburg, Germany, where you're playing like an eight hours, you know, they're, they're playing eight hour sessions, right. And just right. jamming and jamming and jamming. I thought it was in get, Livermore. Livermore, right? No, it was in Germany. They got they um they were recruited uh, by a promoter uh, to play in Hamburg, Germany. But what they didn't tell them was, oh, by the way, it's an eight-hour gig or eight to ten-hour gig, and oh. we're not going to really feed you, and we're not going to. That's why they got hooked on speed and and all this stuff because they were trying to, and and they learned all these different songs because they were trying to uh, incorporate them into the show because otherwise people would leave. But because of that, there's a there's a sharpness and a, a, um, they, they just became like this an amazing unit as far as playing goes, right? Yeah. Which is kind of like you guys. You guys played so many different places. Of course, you played for free, but <laughs> but you played so much that, you know, by the time it was time to record, you kind of knew what everybody was going to do. I mean, the, the only part that was difficult, I think, if I recall, was you saying, well, you know, Aaron was kind of a taskmaster in terms of sound. Um, but uh, I, I was curious because as you watch them create this thing, you just go, wow, is that how all of them are? Where you sit in a room and you just knock songs around until you go, okay, that's that part. Okay, that's that part. Is that, yeah, is that how there, it right? kind of works? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's different for, for everyone, you, you know, mm. I mean, for sure. When uh, I, I think there's no substitute for performing live. I mean, I think mm. like all those opportunities that uh, like when John Lopaka and I got to just play together anywhere, even if it was just at John's house, like sometimes John's friends would just come over to the house and we would just play for them. Yeah. <laughs> we would just. Our, our practice sessions used to be us sitting in a room for six hours and working through Tokata. I have tapes of us working through Tokata like <laughs> over and over and over and 
And That's they, true, they, yeah. oh, oh, Lopaka, I like what you're doing there. Can you do, 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 do? And then, oh, okay, let's stop over here and, you know, all that stuff. So that, that was, yeah, I mean, so I remember doing a lot of that, right? Those long, long practices. And then my parents used to like make us show up for gigs like three hours before the start time. So what? Like we would be so early to gigs. And that's why people liked us, I guess, because we we're always on time and stuff. <laughs> but we, we would just sound check for like an hour before the gig even started. Then we'd go and play like another few hours, right? So that, a lot of our practice came through sound checks too, or songs or like ideas. Hmm. Interesting. Hey, that's how I remember. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. I mean, we just love playing. I mean, every opportunity, you know, we had, we got to play. I mean, so that's all we did. We just, it's just, it's just funny because now, ironically, you guys are at the opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> now you never practice. You just show up to the gig. Every, every time John's like, well, we were trying to get together and rehearse, but Jake's got something and Opaka's got something. So we're just going to show up and play. <laughs> you, guys wait, get wait. Up. You, you, you know what you know what too it's kind of cool like it's um like uh because like when when we would have those reunion concerts um i would uh yeah like we'd be in the middle of playing you know the song while, while we're performing it right during the concert and then i would like hit one note and be like oh yeah and it's just hitting that one note <laughs> reminds me like what i used to play in this section and I would be able to just jump to that section you know wow. I'd be like be like oh yeah that's that's exactly how we used to do it you know and then John John might look over and be like oh yeah I'm like yeah yeah I found it oh yeah this is what <laughs> this is how it used to go and muscle memory you, know, so you find you find these little things and uh and yeah it's just like a like a chord or a note that you hit and you just oh yeah and you remember like a melodic line that, that you would do. And some of them is not something we actually recorded on the album, but something oh. we just used to do live before. It's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, and I remember I used to always do this, you know, during that that section. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jake, man, we uh, appreciate you coming yeah, you on. You gotta Thanks go. So much. Uh, if, if, I, if we don't see you, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Uh, safe travels to you and, and the band, and we'll be happy to see you back on Honolulu. Yeah, when do you come oh, back yeah. home, by the way? Uh, on the 19th yeah coming okay. we fly okay. back on the 19th and then we do the blue note 19 20 21st and john uh, and jake make sure you guys make time to finish up that pure heart album yeah, yeah dude <laughs> what's up we're waiting All man of Hawaii Still. and everybody's waiting Bruh. for it so please well, well we said right john in in january right that's when we're going to hit it again right that's right. January, okay. February. Wait, so wait, 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 wait. So, so that everybody watching understands, th- this album is how close to being finished? Would you say? We're like like how many? Down. Oh, halfway. Oh lord. Okay. But the last half is the harder one because the first half is all the stuff we kind of had, you know, like there's like okay, like I have this material. The last half is like the part that we still have to create and come up with, right? So. Oh man. Yeah. That's okay. the fun part. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Jake, we'll let you go because I know you got to get to your your gig. Yeah. Have a great show. Thanks. So great to see you guys. And uh, yeah, thank you for including me. I'm honored to be uh, always the last on the last episode again last of the year. Episode so. of 2021, baby. Yeah. Uh, gosh, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. I know. For real. Yeah, when I looked at the thing, I'm like, wow, it's been a year already. Since Jake, yeah, I, it feels like we just talked to you like a little while ago, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm flu, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Take yeah, care, man. Merry Christmas. Always great to see you guys, John. Take great care, to pal. see you. 
Devin, Kyle, thanks, man. Love you guys. Yeah, Take care. Be Love safe. you too. See you later. Take yeah, care, later. bro. Yeah. See Aloha. you. Aloha. Bye.